book of Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 is what we'll be reading tonight. Uh, I remember getting saved and I remember seeing uh, this chapter in the Bible. Oh yeah, they got book of Job, uh, book of Job, book of Psalms. And uh, so tonight we're going to look at Job chapter 1 and we're going to read from verse 13 through to 20. And uh, I want to encourage someone tonight. I believe that tonight is a night where, you know what, God is going to encourage you. Uh, I want to preach a message tonight simply entitled, Worship While Wounded. Worship While Wounded. And Job chapter 1 verse 13. If you're there, say amen. 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 All right, if you're not there, say hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, we got, uh, we got the guys at the back there. Please put your phones on silent, please. Oh. <laughs> amen. Job chapter 1 verse 13, and it's a, a story about this particular man, and if you were to read Job, the very first verse, it gives the description of Job. Job is an upright man, he's a blessed man, and uh, he's a man of character, a man of integrity. And we read down the following verses, we see something happen in Job's life. And these unfortunate turns of events that happen, but yet Job was still able to worship God. So worship while wounded. Job chapter 1 verse 13. Listen to this. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their older brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabians raided them and took them away. Indeed they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Listen to this. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven, burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Verse 17. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels, took them away, yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Verse 18. While he was speaking, Another also came and said, your sons, your daughters were eating, drinking wine in the older brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on the young people and they are dead. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Verse 20, then Job arose, tore his robe. He arose, he tore his robe and he shaved his head and he fell to the ground and worshipped he fell to the ground and he worshipped I want to preach a message entitled worship while wounded tonight you know my kids love reading uh, they're, they're readers and uh, they there's a book called Pete the Cat and you can watch this on YouTube I encourage you to watch it later on tonight don't go on it now but you can watch this book called Pete the Cat I showed it to Eloise and, and Harry today and you know they just remember oh yeah I remember this song and and so it's a story about this little character, Pete the Cat, and his brand new white shoes. And the narrator tells the story that Pete loves his white shoes so much that Pete the Cat sang a song. I love my white shoes. I love my white shoes. And then the narrator says, oh no, he stands in a pile of strawberries and his white shoes turn red. But then he continues going on and he says, and the narrator says to the kids, did Pete the cat cry? And the kid's response was, goodness, no. And so he kept walking, walking along, singing his song. I love my red shoes. I love my red shoes. Oh, no, Pete, 
stepped in a pile of blueberries. And now his red shoes turned to blue shoes. And the narrator asked the kids, did Pete the cat cry? Kids responds, goodness, no. And so he kept walking along, singing his song. I love my blue shoes. I love my blue shoes. And all of a sudden, Pete the cat steps in the mud. And his blue shoes turn into brown. The narrator asked the kids, did Pete the cat cry? The kid's response was, goodness, no. He kept walking along, singing his song. I love my brown shoes. I love my brown shoes. And then Pete the cat stepped into a huge bucket of water. And all the brown and all the blue and all the red were all washed away. Pete's shoes went back to white, but his shoes were now wet. And Pete kept singing along his song as he kept walking along. I love my wet shoes. I love my wet shoes. And the narrator goes on and he says these words. This is literally what he says. The moral of the story is this. No matter what you step into, keep walking along and sing your song. Don't let anyone or anything steal your song. Church, listen tonight, even though you may step into some difficult situations in your life, even though you can step into some serious difficulties or trials that may try and affect you, listen, don't let it steal your song. Can you say amen tonight? A lot of us here in this place, we've had high expectations of 2020. Oh, we came, you know, 2019. Let's count in the new year. Woo, 2020 is the phrase. You know, good vision, perfect vision, 2020. But how many know 2020 hasn't been like that? We've stepped into something unexpected. We stepped into 2020 incredibly uh, with some, maybe you've experienced some loss. You've gone through 2020 with the loss of a job, a loss of a loved one. Things haven't worked out the way you thought. But I want to encourage someone tonight. Keep walking along. Sing your song. Worship God. One thing that I've learned is this. No matter what I step into, I'm not going to allow things or people steal my song. I'm not going to allow people ruin my worship for God. So number one, if you're taking note, will you believe? You see, in life, you'll step into these tricky situations. In life, you will experience trials and tribulations that may seem unfavorable, that may seem, you know what, uh, uncomfortable. But the question I want to give to you tonight is, will you believe? Will you still believe in God? Because most of the times we can believe God when things are going well, things are going good. We can, oh yeah, praise the Lord. Things are going good. But will you still believe God? Job receives messages after messages after message reports of unfortunate events verse 14 in our text a messenger came serbians and have stolen his donkeys killed his servants verse 16 while he was still speaking verse 17 while he was still speaking another one came verse 18 while he was still speaking another one came and job was like man i ain't got no time to weep there's so many things that are coming in my situation have you ever been there before in life where it's kind of like man one thing after the other another thing which one thing it's the other thing it's this and that and all of a sudden it's like man my emotions are running wild will you still believe will you still trust in God it's one thing after another and Job loses everything and I want you to see what Job does verse 20 then Job arose 
tore his robe, shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. The pagan people, what they would do in their time of grief was that they'd cut themselves and they'd give themselves tattoos. That's the pagan way of things, of experiencing grief. And, and so Job goes, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like the, the people around me. I'm going to do what I've been told to do. And he began to arose, tore his robe. He began to shave his head and he fell to the ground and he worshipped God. Worshipped while he was wounded. Verse 21 says, and he said, naked I came from my mother's womb. And naked shall I return there. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Verse 22 says, In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with this wrong. I mean, when everything was going wrong in his life, when everything was messed up, what did Job do? He worshipped God. When everything wasn't going his way, what did Job do? He worshipped God. And he says these words, the Lord gave and the Lord takes away. In other words, he's saying, God, I thank you for what you've given me. God, I'm so grateful for the blessings that you've given me. But God, I'm so grateful for the time that I've had here. God, it's in your hands. You gave and you take away. Will you worship God? Will you believe in Him? Will you continue to trust Him in your seasons of uncertainty? Will you continue to choose to worship Him instead of worrying? Will you worship while you're wounded? You have two choices tonight. You can listen to those messages that have come from these people. You can listen to these reports and you can choose, number one, to listen to these reports, sin and just blame God. Or number two, you can choose to still believe God. Will you believe God in spite of what you're going through? Will you believe Him, church? Will you trust in Him even when you lose your job? Come on now. Will you begin to put your faith uh, even when things aren't going your way? Can you believe in Him? Most people only will believe by what they receive from God. They're only interested in God by what they can get from Him. People will believe, oh yeah, look God, if only you can do this. That's, that's just being compliant. God, I'll, I'll follow you if you do this for me. God, I'll do this if you do this for me. That's compliant. We're talking about crazy faith tonight. We're talking about faith that is, Im that is immovable. We're talking about faith that says, you know what, God, despite what I'm going through, I know there's a bigger picture that's in front of me, and I'm going to still worship you no matter what happens. God, I will believe in you. What are you going to do tonight, church? There's two things. You're going to go back to your sin when things don't go your way, or you're going to keep on believing God. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Man, what a, what a picture. Here he is. He's still praising his God in spite of what he's been through. He chose not to listen to the people, but he chose to worship the God of heaven and earth. Now, there's a story found in Luke chapter 8. And it's a story of this guy named Jarius. Jarius is a ruler of this particular synagogue. And he goes to Jesus with this serious, uh, serious need. His daughter is dying, right? His daughter is dying and he goes to Jesus and he says, and he goes to Jesus, Jesus, come. Would you come to my house? Would you come and heal my daughter? Jesus says, yes, I'll go with you. And as Jesus was on this journey with uh, Jairus to go to her house, he's interrupted by someone else. A woman with the issue of blood comes and touches the hem of his garment and she was made whole. Delaying the process. Jesus, if you could have just kept going, 
Maybe she could have, and so Jairus, his face now, is like, oh my goodness, can you imagine the father? Jesus, okay, yeah, praise the Lord for what you're doing there. Uh, we, need, we need to get going, we need to get going. And so what ends up happening, you find the story in, in Luke chapter 8, verses 49. This is where we'll pick it up. A messenger comes from Jairus' house, comes with a message, and listen to the story. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the teacher. Listen to Jesus' response. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid, only believe. Will you believe? Which one are you going to believe tonight? Are you going to believe the reports, the, the, the things that of negativity? Are you going to listen to what people say or are you going to listen to what God says? Most people tonight, you know what, you have to make a decision. Are you going to believe in Jesus or are you going to believe in the messenger? Are you going to believe? Are you going to have fear or are you going to have faith? Choose death or life. And Jesus, he's the man. Jesus is the man. He turns quickly to try and snuff out this flame. And he says, when he heard this, Jesus was quick to reassure Jairus' faith. He says, Jairus, listen, you're in a critical moment right now. Listen, they might know your family. Listen, they might know your situation. But listen, they don't know who I am. Jesus is speaking. I'm the God of the resurrection. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jairus, you don't have to worry. All you got to do is just trust in my word. All you got to do is believe. Church, will you believe? Even when things don't look good. Will you worship while you're wounded? Will you begin to fix your eyes, look to the hills where cometh my help with? For I know my help comes from you. Will you begin to fix your focus uh, just like Peter when he was walking on the water and he saw the waves and he heard the wind, uh, all the senses he's familiar with, his five senses, but yet he, he can looks at it and says, oh my goodness, what am I doing? And his focus moved from Christ to the winds and waves. Will you allow these things to torment your faith or will you continue to be clear focused on Christ? Choose which one will you believe? Man, there are people here tonight, you'd rather listen to your friends and your family instead of listening to God. I mean, you'd rather listen to your friends and your family to do things that are completely in the opposite of what God says. Will you choose to believe God when everything has run out? Even when things don't go your way, will you have faith or will you move in fear? Hebrews 11 verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen that is crazy faith. Don't have compliant faith. We don't want compliant faith. I'll do this if you do this, God. No, no, no. You got to have crazy faith to say, you know what, God, I'm going to believe you. I'm still worshiping you. I'll still glorify you despite, in spite of my circumstance. God, it's in you and you alone that I will lift up my hands to worship you. God, even though things surround me, even though things might come in my way, God, you are the one that will walk beside me. You are the shepherd, hallelujah, that will walk with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, hallelujah, he walks beside you. He is your God. He is your shepherd. Will you believe in him? And that's worship tonight. You give and take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job's saying, listen, I'll praise you 
I'll praise you in seasons of blessing and breakthrough. I'll praise you in seasons of brokenness. I'll praise you even when I don't feel like it. God, I will still praise you. God, even when things don't go my way, God, I'll worship you. Secondly, let's consider playing while hurt. Playing while hurt. You know, Michael Jordan, uh, one of the famous basketball players, played for Chicago Bulls. Played a game in the finals while he was wounded, while he was sick. It was, the, uh, it was known as the flu game, game five. And this was one of Michael Jordan's most memorable games. Listen to this story for a second. At 2 a.m. on Tuesday morning, Michael Jordan called his personal trainer to his hotel room where he was lying in a fetal position, sweating profusely. He hardly had the strength to sit up in bed and was diagnosed with a stomach virus or food poisoning likely caused by a pizza ordered the night before. Jordan eventually claimed it was food poisoning in the 2020 docuseries The Last Dance. And in this particular game, get this right, Jordan begins to play, he begins to shoot hoops and he can't even hold himself up. They eventually win the game by just a few points, I'm talking about two or three points. And they go on to win the match. And my point is this tonight. Will you continue to play hurt? To play while you're hurting? Will you continue to serve God while you're hurting? Even when things don't go your way. You have two choices. You either can sin or you're going to stay saved. You're going to worry or you're going to worship. You're going to give in to fear or you're going to have faith. Because tonight, the reason why I said this is this. People depend on you. There are people tonight that depend on you. Will you be like Michael Jordan and say, you know what, I'm going to play while I'm hurt? Will you be like Job, the man of character, and say, you know what, God, I'll worship you. In spite of what's happened, God, I will play hurt. I will worship while wounded. In other words, you know what, your family depends on you. Your marriage depends on you. Your family depends on you. You're the Christian. You're the the one that has the testimony. You're the one that has the story. You're the one that's been changed. You're the one that is a new creation. You're the child of God. You're the one that God has brought you out of darkness into His light. You're the one that God has called you out to preach the word. You're the one that God has called you out to be a testimony to your friends. You're the one. They depend on you. But what are you going to do? You're going to quit like a little baby? You're going to go back to your mom. You're going to go back to your house where you sin and you carry on. You're going to go back to the clubs. You're going to go back to all that. What are you going to do when you're hurting? Be a man of prayer. This is where it counts the most. You got to pray. You got to be in his presence. Say, God, listen, I can't do this on my own. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by your spirit. Tonight, you might be knocked down. But listen, you're not out. You may be knocked down, but you're not out. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. You might be knocked down, but you're not knocked out. Listen to Job chapter 1 verse 20 again. Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head, and he fell to the ground, and he worshipped. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Verse 22, in all this Job did not sin nor charge God with any wrong. 
So just keep believing God is what I'm saying tonight. Keep believing in God and play while you hurt. People are depending on you. Keep trusting in Him. Keep trusting in God. Begin to serve. Continue to rise up against everything that comes against you. Continue to do what you can. But listen, tonight, the only way you can go through it is when you begin to worship. When you get in His presence. You know what? It's, it, it goes beyond your own discipline. It goes beyond everything. It's just coming back to the heart of worship and saying, you know what, God? I worship you. I worship you. God, even though my circumstances are not favorable, God, I'll worship you. In the good and the bad. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads tonight in a word of prayer. Very simple message. Worship while wounded. There are people here tonight, you know, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've been wounded and you've continued to worship while wounded. You know, stories of people who are, have been in hospital. And yet they get up in the morning and go to work because of a responsibility. People may offend you. Will you worship while you're wounded? You may get persecuted. Will you worship him while you're wounded? We're called to be light. We're called to be salt of the earth. Be salt, not sugar. Don't be what people want you to be. Be salt. Be separate. Be different. Tonight, I want to give an invitation. Maybe you're here in this place with every head bowed and every eye is closed. Maybe you're here tonight and you know your heart is not right with God. You know you're here and if you were to die in your sin, you know you wouldn't make heaven your home. I want to ask you this very simple question. Where will you spend eternity if you were to die tonight? God is speaking to you tonight. Where will you spend eternity? God is touching someone here in this place, reminding them that they love you, that God loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. He took your shame, your punishment, and He cried out on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That message of forgiveness wasn't just for the soldiers. The message of forgiveness is for you tonight. It's for me. And He wants to forgive you. He wants to wash away your sins. You're in this place. You know your heart's not right with God. You lift your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. That's me. If that's you, raise your hand with mine and say, yes. Amen. I see the hand. God bless you, brother. Anyone else, you join us on his heart. Say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. I'm not right with God. If I were to die tonight, I wouldn't make heaven my home. If that's you, raise your hand with this honest heart. God bless you, brother. I see that hand. Anyone else, don't play church. No, it's not about coming to church. It's about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're a backslider. You once had a relationship with Him.